0: Are you ready for the weekend yet? We have events, news and a guest for you to enjoy this Lake Life Weekend. Welcome to another episode of Lake Life Weekend Podcast. I'm Dirk, I'm your host and we're approaching weekend 31 of 2020. Today with us we have Maggie Frizanki with her story about why and how she opened a co-working space in downtown Perham Um, I think we all know that we are living in a new normal and uh, that uh, gave her the idea to add a destination if you have been working remotely at your home for your business or employer since March now we have a co-working space in Perham which is uh, beautiful and uh, accessible 24-7 and also for travelers that come through and there's a one-day pass option all those things hear the full story in our program today and also um, don't miss to visit us online at lakelifeweekend.com for more ideas stories destinations to explore in lakes country and if you have um, suggestions please email us to hello at lakelifeweekend.com and we look forward to hearing from you and now enjoy our latest podcast and I don't want to hold this back have a great weekend ahead welcome to our interview part I'm here with Maggie Friesanke hi Maggie yeah correct thank you for coming on a short notice and on a beautiful day yes thank you for having me and you are the owner, founder of Cove Perham co-working space. That is correct. And it just opened moments, weeks ago? Weeks ago. Weeks ago. And I have already been uh, peeking through the window and a young uh, lady opened me the door and gave me a tour a little bit. And um, yeah, I would like to learn more about that Um, co-working in rural co-working spaces. Uh, We know him from WeWork, big in the news, Uh, there was somebody who took advantage of a lot of investors and that's uh, the metropolitan interpretation or Opportunity WeWork was worldwide, maybe Mm -hmm. people heard about that, but we also have a space in Fargo, Prairie Den I think it's called. And um, I don't know about any Minneapolis, but I consider... Or like we all know that things are changing. Yes. And uh, um, I have always said for a little, or I have said for a while that there will be a renaissance of rural America. And now with uh, life that we have been living for three, six months now, uh, there it might be accelerating. Yes. And I think your, your timing is, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah good (laughs) but before (laughs) we talk about how you came up with doing this and in perm and your intentions and your vision Mm -hmm. uh, i would like to hear um, who is maggie where's maggie from uh, what are you doing besides this or
1: uh, tell us uh, who's Maggie about me all right so i am born and raised right here in ottertail county i'm originally from new york mills and i still have my roots and grain deep in that little community just a couple miles down Highway 10, and um, like I said, born and raised. I did my winters in New York Mills, and then my family owns a cabin just off on uh, 34 County Highway 34 on Little McDonald. So I'd spent my summers in Purim and I've gotten to know both communities, and so much so that I actually I went to high school in New York Mills, and I swam for the Purim swim team. So I initiated the the co-op to give you an idea of how much, you know. I'm so deep ingrained in both communities and um I had a passion for healthcare so I have worked for perm health in here in town for 10 years now 10 almost 11 well wow, it's been a while and
0: uh you still live in New York Mills nope you, I live in perm you I live in Durham.
1: perm and um and my husband Tim Tim Frisanke, he amazing man he just supports me in all my endeavors (laughs) crazy ideas that i chase and then we also have my my i have a one-year-old son um oliver and then we have a dog jasper british lab so our little family lives right here in town we just enjoy living here so much um but we also live in town because we both work on the ambulance oh so um E.M.T. I yep. I'm an E.M.T. My husband works full time as a paramedic, and we that's actually the reason we live in town because we the,
0: the, the closeness to to yep the, the closest faci-
1: to the facility and be able to respond, and then you know selfishly be able to sleep in my own bed at home at night. So that helps and be able to serve the community in that way. But um, so that's kind of how I got started in healthcare, and working on the truck, and I then I gradually. Moved into more healthcare administration after I got my master's of public health mm. from NDSU. So go Bison, um, <laughs> bleed green and gold. And then I um, I had a I have a huge passion for community health. Like just that whole aspect. Like if we work together as a community, we can better ourselves and better the health of the community. And working together to make programs that help the needy and give equity to all those with regard to health. So that's my current job that I do with that right now with Perm Health is population health.
0: Population health.
1: Population health coordinator, yes. And what so, I, po- population. Population? Population. Yeah. so What does that what mean? or population?
0: Population. Population. Yeah. So what
1: what is in a nutshell what that means is as I take and look at the data and then build programming based off that data. So let's say, for example, um, we have a lot of people with pre-diabetes. So I work on helping make sure that you know we have people have access to diabetes prevention programs. What does our healthy food look like? Where can we improve our um, exercise opportunities in the area? Just looking at all of those in a nutshell to make sure that everybody can live their best life here. And um
0: so educational. A lot of education. A lot of education. Outreach.
1: Outreach. Yep. Yep. And just really looking at how can the healthcare system play a role in affecting policy systems and environments to support people. Um living their best life
0: yeah living before mm -hmm, i understand and who is funding this part
1: um so that's the interesting piece of it being in rural america it's there's really not a funding source yet so the other portion of my job is grants is i write grants and we find grant funding to help us support these projects and work on these things to help improve our population to hopefully give us that solid foundation so that it can continue on itself you know, in a perfect world, these would all be funded because, I mean, health starts at home. And we can only do so much when they come into the doctor's office. I mean, we, we've all sat there as we've been told, yeah, you should eat your apple a day or, you know, do that one thing or another. But um, the reality of it is, is when we get home, can we afford that apple? Can we, do we know Mine what? Mine sitting it?
0: sliced over there for once. But <laughs> <laughs> You're doing good. Yeah, You've got I'm a good start. A good start. <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs>
1: But you know examples like that. So really, just trying to find the funding sources to help those things. But in rural rural America, hospitals can't support that type of work. So we have to
0: find. I'm um, interesting that the hospital actually is taking that role on. Uh, my understanding, maybe it would even be. Uh, yeah in my system would be the government not a or not a, mm-hmm. a public and uh, not a private organization so it should be part of the city or actually the county's mm-hmm. health department's role uh, and through the schools uh, i'm surprised that actually like a Perham health which mm-hmm. is in a partnership with sanford i think but it's not a public it's a private institution. it is
1: it is a public institution it is a governmental entity oh, it is yes yep okay. so it's a it's a oh it's
0: just partnering with Sanford to provide and the, the the infrastructure or like the services
1: yeah so uh, how that works is we have a governmental entity and it's a hospital district is what that governmental entity is called so there's elected board members to the hospital district um, I think let me see if I get this right it's 10 or 13 townships and three municipalities that sit on our board and then that board has the ownership of the entire hospital clinic staff all of that where Sanford comes into play is that board hires Sanford so to manage the organization so our, our leadership is Sanford our doctors are Sanford the clinic staff is Sanford we get to um utilize some of their things like their electronic health records and some of their specialties so it's really quite a beautiful relationship yep. in that we get the autonomy to be a smaller organization but the benefits to being a part of a bigger organization I see. Yeah. so okay, it, makes we have we have a really we have it really lucky here in perm like how yeah. we how the organization is set up it's
0: it's great so when you talk population health uh how many uh, How big is the population? How many people are you serving? uh, Um, So
1: I like to look at it in the footprint of the hospital district. So those 10 to 13 townships and three municipalities. So that extends about 25, 30 miles in any direction from Perm Health.
0: And how many? Is it 18,000 people? It depends on the time of the year. Okay, sure. (laughs) Permanent (laughs) residents.
1: Yeah, yeah, give or
0: take. 18? Yeah, 18,
1: 20, somewhere in there.
0: okay. And uh, now with your passion, or like, yeah, your your passion to a community person you are, mm. and you're even donating your personal time with the EMT service. I understand because isn't it kind of like being a volunteering firefighter?
1: Um, kind of. We do get we there is it is a job per se. So oh, you there, you do get paid, but I mean it's not anything.
0: No, oh, well, it's a day. It's it's uh, not year round, but uh, you're available night time, So how yep. do you? Uh, bring that in with your other obligation is that uh, so
1: So I, I take call at night okay is how I, I do that so at night I just I'm on call and if the pager goes off I go mm-hmm. um, and then I do that from 7pm to 7am and then I get up and go to work the next day well as easy as that <laughs> as easy as yeah, that sure I understand
0: <laughs> so you're devoting yourself to public service mm-hmm. and uh, and now I couldn't see uh, how that also led to founding a um, co-working space Absolutely. but like how how did that exactly happen Like okay you, uh, you so lit, yeah, how did is, that happen
1: so I had joined I had seen an event on Facebook for uh, Well Collective which is a women entrepreneur and leadership group that said hey we're having a join night or a welcoming night to learn about Well Collective and learn about because this is just a brand new group that was starting so I was like I in my role with population health and stuff like that I always like to have know of what's going on and I also like to have an audience I can go to with some of the information I bring so say for example like I'm hosting a mental health um, perm health is hosting a mental health training event so I could take that information and go to this well collective group and that's and say hey we should you guys should take this to improve the health, mental health of our communities, just awareness, so on and so forth. So I joined for that reason, just so I could have somewhere to funnel my information to and have another group of people to say, hey, did you know about this? Did we know about this? We can work on this and make this better. Um, that is what got me to that event that night. Not, I went not knowing that I'd walk out with an entrepreneurial idea. So we were sitting around a table. When was that? This was in J- January? Oh, just that reason? Yeah. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. Um, so I I was sitting around a table with a bunch of uh, wonderful ladies that do freelance in any way, shape, or form. Some run nonprofits. And we were just having a discussion about co-working. And I had no idea what it was. Never heard of it before. And they're like, perm really needs a co-working space. Um, and then they went on to explain yeah like these are spaces that you can just come and work for the people that work at home the freelance, the travelers anybody can just pop in do their work much like, like a college union and um, leave there's no commitment there's no rent nobody's responsible for the internet bill just pay well, for not your, true, but well not true well I'm responsible for the internet bill but <laughs> they don't have to worry covered by a membership yep so, covered uh, by a membership fee
0: so the benefit would be you don't have all those bills each, so mm-hmm. you kind of share them. Correct. It's, Correct. It's a social concept.
1: Yes. <laughs> it is a very social concept. It is. It is a community concept. Yes. And so um, I went home that night really on fire for this idea because it just was like, yes, our community needs something like this where the people that are working at home, the freelancers, the travelers can go and just work and not... Um, and not
0: and just have that community have it access, yeah easy like you have day pass like tell us about the structure so it's a you have workstations you can go in at all times but you need to have access like a, being a member how is that how is something like that organized like a,
1: um so they it is organized by a software program mm-hmm. that i use and there's a there's a day pass which i call a drop-in there's a part-time membership which is uh uh 100 bucks a month for eight times a month mm-hmm. so it works out to be about two days a week and then um then there is the full-time membership 24 7 365 come whenever you want to use it platinum pass platinum pass yes so then you just pay for whatever you want and then you get access to the door through the app and oh, it's, uh, uh, oh wow yes no so, oh, fascinating sorry <laughs> and then um that same membership Information gives you access to the internet. So you have an app
0: uh, uh, that uh, opens the door. Correct. Really? Yep. So you just you. Smart dump. home technology, kind of.
1: What was that?
0: Like a smart home technology. Yes, in a way.
1: kind of. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's what it's like. It's um. You just an app you log into like any other app like your Target app Did or Did you your, design that app? No, or is that no. Something this you, you so can this is um coworking is like you'd mentioned is an international. Movement. It is a movement and they're popping up all over the place. And a lot of this stuff was already established and it just blew my mind that this hadn't made its way to rural America yet.
0: Rural I'm, Minnesota.
1: Rural Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Or like really it is actually, there's not that many and in... no, no. <laughs> yeah. But like, so you saw that because I see that clearly, mm-hmm. I mean, especially with us in lakes country. And I know um, many people Uh, working from home and now more than ever obviously because uh, um, businesses or um, organizations were forced to have people work at home so the the infrastructure like or the the ability Mm -hmm. has been um, given a green light uh, and also the communication so now more people than ever before have experienced and utilize
1: and that's just it that's just it so i originally had planned so i left that well collective event on fire let's do this let's go was shopping for buildings i had a go date for april then covid happened
0: yeah of course Uh.
1: (laughs) and that everything came to a screaming halt and um, i did a lot of personal reflection and figuring out is this still something i want to do and I decided to still pursue it because of that exact reason you just mentioned. For, for years now, we've been, organizations and people working at distance has kind of been like, oh, we don't know, is it gonna work? They're not gonna be productive. But this has just been one, the COVID has been really one big huge social experiment that yep, everybody basically can work digitally or remotely. We can
0: trust our employees. We can
1: trust our employees. They can get their work done in some cases, sometimes even more productive. And now the co-working trend, what they're going to see is the co-working spaces in metropolitan areas, are going to start seeing decrease and they're going to start seeing increases of co-working spaces pop up rurally because this is where people want to live, work and play.
0: I agree. I see that. I already Mm here just spoke to uh, someone on the phone um oh my insurance uh, Mm -hmm. uh, um, agent i guess Uh, i had a question about something and uh, she asked how i was doing i was like oh i'm doing actually really great and she's like oh yeah i'm so happy to hear that but she had a story about somebody in Brainerd. Mm -hmm. friends of hers selling their first home they just built and they um have a ton of showings and actually i think they had like a number of offers on their brain at home, but all from Minneapolis people. Mm-hmm. So that it seems to be true that people are already leaving metropolitan and escaping mm-hmm. to rural Minnesota. Yes. Uh, rural America, probably. Yes. Oh, I just saw somebody telling me like uh, 19 bits on a piece of land in Montana from California and New York people. So it's as we speak, it seems to blow up
1: yes yes <laughs> the interest
0: is increasing yes okay good for you No. Right?
1: so with that not everybody can work at home I mean I mean I sit at home sometimes and I'm working but I look at okay well that basket of laundry needs to be photo- folded the king. dishes need to be done yeah. I got eight other different things I can be doing and then also my one-year-old is climbing on me trying to get me to pay attention to him so people need an escape they still need to go to that so-called office and have a relationship with the people sitting next to them and you know talk about the latest drama around the water cooler like people still need that social connection and that's where co-working comes into play it may they may not need to work there every day maybe they just need to pop in once a week to really get put their nose to the grind get their social fix and focus and focus and get everything done that they need to so they can go home and just relax and let go and work on the things that they're they need to work at at home
0: yeah besides that uh, i mean now we have probably if you work for an insurance or a bank and then sensitive data now we need uh, probably Mm -hmm. firewalls and whatnot but that's some technical things um there is not only people that are allowed to work remotely but i think there's so many uh, freelancers slash yeah contractors uh, whether they're designers writers right or so i guess those also yeah you're serving those too yes
1: yes i'm serving um every literally every anybody that can work digitally without all that super security can use my space i've had writers i've had photographers i've had marketers i've had um headhunters i've had insurance people i mean it's just you name it i've already had it walk in my door and my few short weeks that i've been open
0: so wait a second no this is so fascinating <laughs> so tell us a little bit more your space is right downtown perm yes. and um you have uh, what did i count 10 desks eight
1: yeah uh a t- total of 12 seats if we include what's in the conference room and and that was not originally the plan the plan was to have upwards of 20 but with covid you kind of got to have everybody spaced out sure and this was the most economical. And they don't all come
0: at the same time. So does that mean that you only sell 12 memberships or like slash is it a, like, is there a key uh, like, hey, we can sell 25 because there's usually only 50% Right now it's,
1: it's just open because I've not had a, con- like people have just been coming in at different times. And that's the other beauty of being a 24-7, 365 space is. Mm some people have their best productivity at 10 six, at 10 p.m. Or, or 4
0: a.m. 4 a.m.
1: Yeah. so they mm. can just come in and use the space and i not had i haven't seen a need yet to cap the membership based on the number of chairs i have just because people have the f- there's fluid it's
0: just how do people find you um, just um, the Facebook
1: f- Facebook, right now I've been trying to dabble in the marketing realm is, which I'm learning every day on that but right now it's been Facebook and word of mouth have been my biggest um, promoters of it and living in small town Purim yeah. word of mouth gets you a long ways so yeah. presenting at local um, presentation opportunities such as the chamber events and um, local organizations and this podcast yeah. and just getting the word out and letting, educating people what co-working is and how it can serve them. And I'm not just speaking to the people that have, that are traveling or remote working or working from home. I'm also speaking to the people that have businesses in town because I mean, even with my office at Perm Health, there's sometimes I just need to get away from the distraction of the office and focus. And um, I found myself when I'm writing grants that, okay, I'm just going to step away get my work done, and then come back. And I have been way more productive doing that. So that's how also the the people that already have offices in the industry in this town can utilize that space. They have travelers coming in every day. They say, hey, there's this co-working space down the street. Go and check it out. Or if they have to have a hi- uh, meeting off-site, they can use my conference room. You know, Just don't think that you only because you have an office space means that you can't utilize the benefits that come with a co-working space maybe your marketing team that you have in-house just needs to break away and get some creative inspiration come pay the 20 bucks come in the door work with some of the people that are already working in the space bounce some ideas off each other maybe you can take a whole new spin on your marketing plan
0: yeah I agree I like I work the same way I need to have not only the change of uh, scenery in Mm -hmm. a way but uh, then also not the distraction I Mm -hmm. I, I see the benefit, uh, um, and yeah, I hope that many organizations will take advantage of that. For sure. Um, so it's fairly affordable.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was my whole goal in this is to make it affordable, so that in, even if you're just like a stay-at-home parent that needs to break away at night after the kids go to bed to work, mm-hmm. they can. It's not this overarching thing that they can't even get their hands around because it's so expensive
0: and there's some rules i mean obviously there's quiet Mm -hmm. but there's also technology involved you have a printer tell us a little bit more about the features or the protocols
1: oh sure yeah so um protocols i mean as if you're working at work or you know
0: respectful to another. you're
1: respectful to the other but hey don't feel don't be afraid to be like hey could do you mind taking a look at this and just seeing give me your opinion on it like
0: Collegial.
1: Yes. Yep. Um, but I mean, also in that same sense, if somebody's got their head down and they've got their headphones in and they're working, maybe they're not really going to be engaging.
0: Don't interrupt.
1: <laughs> Don't interrupt. I mean, social just rules. yes. Follow social. Follow social rules. rules. So I yeah, that's how I'd say um, the technology side of things. I mentioned the door. That's and then how do you get on the internet? Um, printer, full color and um, black and white printer with scanner and everything. Um, unlimited
0: how do you like uh, how easy do you set up uh, like a scanner email thing as a part of the app
1: nope so that's separate that um i have all the directions sitting right next to the printer for the printing portion you just uh it has its own wi-fi so you just connect to that and then download it as you would any other printer add a printer to your computer and then you connect to the printer's wi-fi and click print and it'll print it i mean And how scans
0: a PDF to you?
1: And then it scans a PDF through. um, There is a little program you have to download through the printer website, but um, just straightforward. Yep, just download that and then connect to the printer's Wi-Fi again and click scan, and it'll scan it for you. It's a whole
0: plug and play nowadays. Yes. eh? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And
1: my goal was to make it easy Mm. because if it's not easy, even I won't do
0: it. Yeah. So. um, And you don't get phone calls at. 1 a.m., is like, how does
1: the printer work? Yes, yes, yep. And, you know, and I offered unlimited because, frankly, right now, printing, who prints? Everything's digital. Okay, well, you print.
0: <laughs> I need to write on this. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I know
1: people aren't going to be coming in there and pay, printing reams and reams of paper because yeah. you just don't need to anymore. No, no. And um, so there's full free printing and scanning, and then there's also, um, I have a uh, kitchenette. Mm-hmm. So I mean, bring your lunch. There's a microwave. There's uh, just some a, Keur- a Keurig for coffee, um, and then a water cooler for just clean really up basic. behind
0: you. So just yep. normal rules.
1: Yep. And then I have a whole uh, station for COVID with you know masks available and disinfectant and hand sanitizers. So I mean, people people that utilize the space understand that it's their space too. Yep. So, so they take ownership, ownership? in it. So then, you know, hey, I don't want my space to be left dirty I, for the next person. So they'll grab the um, the cloth and the disinfectant and just wipe it down when they're done with it. Mm. And then I go in there a couple times a week and disinfect everything and make sure it's safe. But I mean, that's that's the beauty of it too is that community cares about the space. They want the space and they mm. want to make sh- they want to take care of the space. So everybody just has that little there that piece of ownership into it
0: yeah no it makes sense actually and it's i'm glad to hear that they can behave um <laughs> so uh, in order to connect for the very first time or set up your punch card or that one day let's say i'm traveling through from new york to seattle mm-hmm. and then i saw that and all of a sudden it's 9 p.m mm-hmm. and i want to just uh, finish my book chapter that i just started yeah. so can i get access on the fly
1: Yes. Really? There's a couple different ways you can do it. You can do it from remotely, where you just go to thecovecoworking.com and register uh-huh. and then pay right there. Or if you're literally on the fly and you're parked in front of the building, I have directions on the window that uh, you just connect to the Cove Wi Fi or Cove membership Wi Fi, and a splash page will come up, and you can pay right there, download the app, and get in.
0: Wow. Mm hmm that is uh, beautiful uh, i have a legal background yes <laughs> now i see like okay wait a second what if i want to I, I don't want to point out no my, no no. yeah no i somebody can just take your printer they could okay but they pay so you actually have the credit card information so you have ha- some sort have of to, identification yep. so i cannot and i do have access. cameras
1: i do have cameras yeah. in there recording so i mean i I'm can. just yeah no i totally thought, you that thought about that um, and the reality is 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 that they're gonna get it if they want it so i'm not gonna make it so they have to destruct the place to get it
0: yeah unfortunately but that's a-
1: so i have my preventative measures in place or as best as i can but in order to make it the most the best experience possible and meet um everybody's needs i the i think we've met security we've got a nice balance between security and accessibility
0: yeah no and i just the uh, the more we talk about it but my like you need a credit card and that's kind of your id that's mm-hmm. your fingerprint yes so yeah then we just charge the printer to that credit card yep <laughs> that's right <great. laughs> no no okay but um, easy mm-hmm. um everything looked new yes so uh, and looked- the plants are live yeah living? i saw the plants <laughs> yeah uh, fresh air oh good um and you, you do you want to disclose do you have like 20 members 30 40 what what is the um
1: let's see uh, okay let me count
0: quite a few i think
1: i have about five reoccurring mm-hmm. members and then i've had probably 20 drop-ins really yeah just and in when the, did you open um the last friday of june
0: oh, just three weeks ago. Mm, yes wow yeah fascinating so
1: that tells me the 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 community, per se, is hungry for something like this. Yeah. And they've all worked at our local coffee shop. They've all worked at our library. But it just doesn't... Yeah. Conducive to the actual working environment they need to be productive.
0: Yeah. I can see that. Uh, and it's different. And, yeah, library and coffee shop mm-hmm. is...
1: And with the county wanting their housing initiatives that they have, and um, they're trying to get more people into our to the area, this is perfect to to complement those initiatives
0: yeah no I am I I was happy when I found out Mm -hmm. I was very impressed when I saw and I'm very happy that you told us your story and um, that uh, they can access contact you like Mm -hmm. you just described um, but you're also accessible to meet I guess yeah uh, absolutely
1: yeah all my contact information is on my website and on our social media and just reach out if you got questions. Like I said, this is a new concept, and we're all learning it together. Mm-hmm. So, um, reach out if you got questions. I'm happy to give tours and explain it because, I mean, the concept of opening the door with an app has got some people a little confused, but we'll get through it. And I think it's cool. It's it's really cool.
0: So, yeah. tell us. Uh, you said you are born and raised in New York Mills. You spend your summers and your childhood in Perm. Now you live in Perm. Mm-hmm. What defines uh, Lake Life? to you what is what does that mean lakes country
1: waking up in the morning and seeing the the sheet of glass of lake just is something that just brings gives me goosebumps i just love that and then being able to just hang out with family in the lake on a hot day and a cold beer and just shooting the breeze enjoying each other's company that's lake life just no we call it lake time there's no time. You just do what you want to do when you want to do it while enjoying the, the beaches or the lake.
0: Yep, I, <laughs> I, I like to hear that. And I think there's many more people that will find out about that beautiful time. Yes. And uh, and then we'll utilize uh, environments that you created. For sure. Super. Well, thank you very much for coming. And uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have a good weekend ahead. Yes. Yeah, this was already our uh, newest episode of the Lake Life Weekend podcast. We sure hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Tune in again next week with another great guest and updates. Always check out our website, uh, lakelifeweekend.com. And if you have some comments, please feel free to email us at hello at lakelifeweekend.com. And uh, you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Uh